the Star Child Podcast. This is Tanya Estrella, and I'm so happy to be with you today. So what I wanted to talk about today is what would it take for you to show up everywhere in this world as your authentic self? If you feel like you are not able to do that everywhere, if it feels difficult to you, what is it that is holding you back from it? What is keeping you from showing up as your authentic self? And I'm not saying that these aren't compelling reasons. I definitely have had so many reasons in my mind of why I can't show up certain ways in different situations or with certain people. But just because the reasons feel compelling does not mean that they're true. And even if they are true, that does not mean it has to stop you from showing up as you. Our authentic voice and our authentic expression is one of the biggest gifts that we can give to this entire world. It is the biggest gift that we have to offer. Showing up exactly as we are, not pretending, not hiding anything, not putting on a mask or trying to be someone different than we truly are. And I understand the reasons that can come up for why it's so hard to show up as us. And I still believe that this is the most worthwhile endeavor that we can embark on in this life to step into the fullness of ourself, to heal the wounds that have prevented us from doing so, and really expanding into the true core nature of who we are. Sharing that unapologetically with the world, no matter what happens, no matter what people may think or what they may say, to show up as you and know that that is more than enough always. And when we are able to do this, we also contribute this energy so much to other people who need it into the world. We set this example this shining example that we can step outside of the box. We can be celebrated and loved as our authentic selves. We don't need to hide. We don't need to change anything or fix anything. One of the things about mainstream spirituality that I have personally got caught into in the past, and I'm really looking at differently now, is this constant obsession with changing ourselves or bettering ourselves. As if the version of us now is not enough. As if the version of us now is not worthy of the outcome, of the manifestation, of the joy that we truly desire that is already meant for us, that is already ours. It is our birthright. This abundance, this joy, this beingness in our true selves, it is our birthright. We were born with it. It cannot be taken away from us. But if we mute it down, if we silence it, if we don't allow it to come through us in the way it truly wants to, then it doesn't get to be fully shared with the world. It gets hidden. And I have hidden so much about myself for most of my life. It's been this safety mechanism, this protective mechanism that I learned from an early, early age that if I was seen or if I shared too much, especially in the public eye or especially with people that I hadn't vetted and knew were trusted individuals, that it would be dangerous, that I could get rejected or attacked or persecuted or criticized and really just have myself broken down in all of these different ways because that was so much of my experience as a child. And even though I haven't been in those same situations from my childhood in quite a while, that emotional toll still has been taken. 
that deep remembrance, that fear, and that trauma is still buried within me. It has been buried deep, deep within me, and I have spent so much time unearthing it, and I'm still unearthing bits of it here and now. And this was the piece that told me that it was too dangerous to show up. It was too dangerous to be visible. It was too dangerous to be who I really am and to show people that. And so it has been easier in so many ways for me to hide. Not because I've wanted to, not because I'm meant to hide or not be seen, but because there have been so many consequences for me in the past from being seen and showing up as me. From the time that I was a small child, I felt like I just irritated everybody around me at the soul level. Something in my energy and my zest for life and my joy and purity of spirit bothered a lot of the people around me. And they made a point to try to snuff that out. They tried to silence me. They tried to keep me down. They tried to tell me that I would fail. And at the time and for a long time after that, I fought against that tooth and nail. I never let myself be silenced. I flew in the face of anything that people tried to tell me that I couldn't do or that I shouldn't do. But still, those lessons got so deeply internalized. And the reactions that I got from people by speaking up or by being myself and just sharing what I saw hit me so deep. A lot of the healing that I've done in my adult life has been around this theme of being able to be visible, to be comfortable being seen and being heard in my authenticity, because I was so conditioned to sit down and shut up or to mirror back what other people wanted to hear from me, to be a cookie cutter version of what they wanted and to stuff down my own authenticity, my own voice, and my own beliefs. The fact that I am here showing up today for this podcast consistently is a huge fucking deal. Like from my past self, this wouldn't have been possible or I wouldn't have thought it was possible for years and years of my life. Even though this is what I love to do. I love to speak. I love to talk to people. I love to have connective, interesting, deep conversations about the stuff that I care about the most. I love seeing to the core of people beyond the surface that they present to the world. I love that. I am perfectly suited for the work that I do and for showing up in this way. And yet, this thing in my brain, this deep conditioning and this fear, really this protective mechanism that tried to keep me safe, that has tried to keep me small because it knows what happened before when I was myself when I was too big or too loud, according to the people who I was around growing up. These things that we're conditioned with, especially when they come from deep within our childhood and they are repeated over and over again, they can be so sticky. It can be so difficult to shed them. And we can often go through one layer and then shed another and another, like continuing to peel back the layers of the onion. And we find that there's more to be shed. And this might sound like a lot, but this to me is the most sacred work that we can do on ourselves to peel back what is not us and to find the core of who we are, to find who we were before we were told who we should be, before we took on the layers of conditioning, before we took on other people's opinions, 
And these hurts and rejections that we experienced in our life through these painful lessons. So I ask you again, what would it take for you to show up fully in your authenticity? Fully you, all of the sides of you, every aspect, every piece, none of it hidden, none of it pushed away, none of it left behind or, you know, abandoned or shamed. Oftentimes we feel ashamed of these pieces of ourselves that we were taught not to feel good about, and we do the same thing to those pieces. We abandon our past self in that state. So I've definitely experienced this too, where a lot of pieces of me that I was told were too much or too intense or not good enough, I have felt embarrassed of them. I have felt like I can't bring those forward or that I've had to overcompensate in other areas to prove myself or to show that I am worthy. When really all those pieces have wanted is to be integrated and held and loved exactly as they are. These pieces of us that we disown, they don't go away. They don't disappear. They just get buried and they feel more and more neglected, more and more harmed, more and more abandoned, not just from the original experience, but then by us. And when I started looking at it this way, it changed something for me where Can you picture yourself as a child and then picture doing the same thing to yourself that others did to you? If you were rejected as a child for who you were, can you picture rejecting yourself at that age? That just is something that is unfathomable to me. And so once I started seeing it that way and realizing that on some level, this is what I had been doing to myself. This is what I had been doing to those pieces that just wanted to be loved and held this entire time and felt cut out or felt left behind or felt judged and rejected and criticized. And then me as my adult self, by trying to hide those pieces, by feeling ashamed, by trying to cut those out and pretend that they didn't exist, I was essentially doing the same thing. I was rejecting those same pieces of myself because of what I had learned and what I had experienced growing up. And this leaves those younger pieces of ourselves in that state, but it even aggravates them further because then we are exacerbating this wound when instead we have the opportunity to do better for ourselves than the people in our childhood did for us. We always have the opportunity to treat ourselves better and to not perpetuate that wound, to bring those inner children in from the cold, to refuse to do more harm than was already done and instead choose to take care of those little ones, choose to take care of those wounded pieces of ourselves. And this, to me, is one of the first pieces and the most important parts of being able to show up authentically. Because if we have pieces of ourselves that we have hidden, or disowned or felt ashamed of, we cannot show up fully in our authenticity. We just can't. If we've tried to cut pieces of ourselves off, how do we show up as whole? How do we show up fully when we have these pieces that we have hidden in the background that we don't want to talk about, that we don't want to look at or confront? And this is why it is so important to do this inner work. And it is heavy. It can be very heavy. It's also freeing as fuck. It is so freeing to be able to change the narrative, to go back in time energetically 
and say to your little one, you're coming with me. We're not doing this again. I've got you. Even if we weren't able to prevent those things from happening at the time, we can change the narrative now. We can rewrite the story now and we can rescue that piece of us and never go down that road again. Choose a different path, the path of showing up fully as who we are and claiming all parts of ourselves. And this changes our ability to show up so completely because we have finally shown up for ourselves. When we are able to give to ourselves what we never got before, something changes, something shifts from the inside out. There is this beautiful ripple effect that happens that spreads over your entire life and covers it in this beautiful, loving tint. So while I was told as a child that no one wanted to hear what I had to say and that I should stay quiet or only speak when I could repeat the appropriate phrases, I choose to do things differently now. I choose to speak fully and freely from the core of myself. I choose to celebrate that. I choose to let other people celebrate that and celebrate themselves along with me too. I choose a different path than the one that I was handed when I was born. I choose a different story than the one that people tried to write for me. I write my own story. And I will tell you that from experience, this is not an overnight process. This is a slow and steady process where you get bits of progress at a time. You ascend those steps, that spiral staircase one level at a time, and you get to see things from a higher view with every floor that you traverse. So I still have stuff come up about being seen, about being heard, about being visible. My nervous system still gets freaked out or shut down or overwhelmed sometimes when I really step out in a big way, or sometimes when I just share it all because sometimes it feels really activating to me still. And it's so important to remember how far I have come. Sometimes I can look at it from this present version where I'm like, you know, this is still happening. I still have this response and this reaction sometimes after sharing, after being seen, after saying what I need to say. I still have that emotional backlash and that spiral that happens sometimes. But what's so different now is that that spiral used to prevent me from sharing completely. I wouldn't go out of my comfort zone. I wouldn't try new things. Or a lot of times I would try something once. I would absolutely love it. And then the spiral that I would have of shame and feeling like I needed to hide was so intense that I just would never do it again. I did that so many times where I would try something once and the whole time I was doing it, I was in heaven. I loved it. I love being on stage. I love speaking. I love performing, by the way. I love singing. <laughs> I love being the center of attention, which that for a long time, I couldn't actually even say those words until I was in my mid-20s. Even though it's always been true, I performed in high school and college, and it lit me up so much. I loved it. I loved being on stage, even though I was really nervous and shy in a lot of ways too, or I felt very uncomfortable being seen. But up until my mid-20s, I had a sincere belief that, oh, I don't, I don't like being on stage. I don't like being the center of attention, even though that was demonstrably untrue. 
but it was something that had been repeated to me so many times that doing that was the worst thing that you could do. That wanting to be on stage, wanting to have attention, wanting to share my gifts, thinking that people actually wanted to hear what I had to say, I was taught that that was braggy. I was taught that that was not okay and that that was me trying to be arrogant or something so much bigger than what I was supposed to be. So when I couldn't even admit to myself that I loved to be on stage, how was I supposed to show up authentically? If I can't even admit to myself that I love something that is so clearly obvious, I'm sure, from anyone perceiving me on the outside that I love to do, it is just clear. It is my energy. It shows what I love to do. And it lights me up on this level, especially singing, that I have just never experienced with anything else. So I have to remember, I get to remember that Things have progressed so, so much that the things I used to fear, the things I used to hold myself back from, now come easily to me. And while I do still have my moments where I still feel hesitant to share myself, and I have moments after I share that I feel ashamed sometimes or embarrassed and want to hide, but this is so much different than it used to be. These are so much smaller and so much fewer and further between than they were before, where at some point they were debilitating. At some point, I couldn't even admit that I loved to do what I truly love to do. I was hiding pieces of myself even from me. So when it comes to stepping into our authenticity, the first piece of that is getting real with ourselves, is journeying deep, into those unconscious beliefs, into the things we were programmed with, into the things that we experienced when we were younger that we've carried with us all this time. This is where things shift. This is where the magic happens and the change comes through. And it is not overnight, but it is worth every bit of time and effort that it takes to get back to who you are. After all, living as somebody that you're not is one of the most torturous experiences of all time. Showing up as someone you're not, doing things that you don't love to do, doing things that don't light you up and actually make you feel drained and dead inside. I lived that life. I tried to live that life for about six years. And it was the most miserable that I've ever been. (laughs) It was horrifying. And at some point, I realized that I wasn't living my life as me and I changed everything in an instant. There was follow-up, of course, it took time, but I had that sudden realization and I just knew that I needed to do the work and walk down the path so that I could show up fully as me. Because what else are we here to do on this planet? Why else are we here except to be us? Except to contribute our unique energy and our purpose to the world. We're not here to repeat other people's patterns. We're not here to be somebody other than who we are. We're not here to copy other people. You are not a copy. You're an original. So claim it. Claim who you actually are. Claim your original blueprint that is a goddamn work of art and plaster that shit everywhere. Put it up on every wall. Put it up on every mirror. You put your authentic soul everywhere you go, in everything you touch and everything you do. Why else are we here? 
what else are we here to do, honestly? And the world benefits so much from us showing up like this. I was taught that this was selfish to do, to pursue your own interests and to put yourself first. It is not a bad thing to be who you are. It is not a bad thing to put yourself first. And when you fill up your cup first, when you take care of yourself and you're operating from a place where you feel truly lit up, truly inspired and taken care of, you light the path for everyone else around you. You are like this beacon that glows so brightly that it lights up the way for everyone who comes into contact with you and beyond. So if there are feelings or thoughts around this being selfish to do you and to pursue what you really want to do and to take up the space that you're meant to and do what lights your soul up, this is the furthest thing from it. This is the unique chord that you're meant to play in the universal orchestra. This is what you were placed here for. And it would be an absolute tragedy for other people to not be able to hear it and for you not to be able to occupy this golden space that you are meant to because this is who you are. You are meant to shine bright. You're meant to show up and you're meant to be completely you. And not only do you benefit so much from living your life this way, from doing this, the whole world benefits too. You impact everything so powerfully, so magnetically, and so exponentially when you're in your energy and your power. This is your place of power, that unique frequency inside of you. The things that you get excited about specifically, the things that light you up, even if no one else understands them, that is your power. That is your unique coding. And when you step into that, you open doors wide for yourself, but you also hold them open for every single person who comes after you. So can we just hold our own damn doors open? That would be great. I would love that if we could do that. So I'm so happy that you are here with me. Thank you for being here. If you would like to work one-on-one, I have some special offerings that I'm putting forward right now, and I have a program that I will be announcing soon. So keep your eye out for that. The special offering that I have right now are these one-on-one deep dives where I really look into your unique energy. We work closely together over a number of sessions. I have two or four session packages available. We look at your unique energy signature and dive deep into anything that's been holding you back, anything that needs to move, these stories that need to be rewritten in order for you to move forward as you are. These are deep transformation sessions that are sparked from the inside out. So if you have been feeling stuck, if you've gotten tired of your own bullshit, which is a powerful place to be, by the way, to get sick of your own bullshit, if you're tired of doing the same thing over and over again, and you're ready to see your radiance, to see your brilliance, and to see the uniqueness that makes you you so that you can fully expand and step into it, I would love to work with you in these powerful, powerful sessions. So you can check that out on my website under services. All the links are in the show notes below. Check out my other offerings. Stay tuned for a brand new program that I'm going to offer very soon that I'm really, really excited about. And there's just so many good things that are happening in my world that I'm so excited to invite you into. So thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me. Let's hold those doors open and let's step into them. It's time. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.